DJ and PK, it's time to talk Aggie football with the head coach, Blake Anderson. He joins us on the Smart Rain guest line. It's no secret that Utah is in an extreme drought. That's why Smart Rain is a solution for any commercial property concerned about water consumption while managing irrigation. Find out more at smartrain.net. Coach, good morning. Good morning. So start fast. No, excuse me. Start slow, finish fast. That's the motto. Get down by double digits then turn it on and win the game. Is that going to be the Aggie way, or are you going to be trying to break guys of that this week? I sure hope so. I sure hope we can break that uh, trend. That one's stressful for uh, for me and, and, and most people around the program. But it is nice to know that, that we can and that we don't panic and, and that guys just keep kind of continuing to to play and, and, and trust the process and that we're in good enough shape to get it done when we need to late. So, uh, But I would I would love to lead in a game. I think that would be great. <laughs> as long as you got it at the end, I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, as long as you finish with the W, we'll take. I'll take ten more in a row, just like that. So the scoreboard obviously speaks to the level of defense in the second half, only giving up three, but you gave gave up twenty one in the first quarter, as we saw. As I ask you to analyze your defense, I'm not a uh, defensive uh, expert by any stretch. But like particularly on that uh, touchdown pass that uh, North Dakota got to the tight end, that little slant, I thought the coverage was at least halfway decent, if not really good. How do you evaluate your defensive performance in the first half? First quarter, we played about as bad as we could play, and, and it, it really we had calls made that should have put us in good position to uh, to be there to make some plays. Should have had a pick on the second play of the game. Two other explosives that they had were just really, really poor eye discipline. We were in man coverage on the one you're talking about, and and the DB peaked in the backfield and just gave up a step or two, and, and then was there close, but should have been, you know, on that from the beginning and just got himself out of position. Uh, they they ran every trick play in the book in the first half, and and we just didn't defend any of them very well. I thought they had a really good plan and executed it really well, but we we calmed down really just simplified, played the same defensive calls uh, as we had been calling. and Guys did what they're supposed to, and we gave up three points the rest of the game. So that was encouraging. But man, we we tried our, our best to give it away and in, in, in how we executed early. So is there something about these guys and kind of, I don't know, for lack of a better expression, playing their way into the game? Because three touchdowns on three drives and then three points on nine drives, I mean, it's it's startling. Yeah, it is. You don't normally see that kind of turnaround. Uh, physically, we felt like that. Yeah, obviously the matchups were in our favor in most areas. Although you got to give them credit. I think it's a really good football team, and it would not surprise me at all if those guys make it into the playoffs and, and deep in the playoffs again this year. They're very well coached. They are physical, and they know what they can and cannot do. And I think they play within that really well. But we we did, we gave them a lot of help. We, we really played very undisciplined. Uh, got caught up on all the eye candy and, and shifts and motions that they gave us early and, and we just looked like like we didn't know what we're doing and when we calmed down and and just simplified what we're doing and guys did what they're asked to you saw the result we very capable of, of setting those guys down and should have I, I think from the first snap on frustrated with how we started but pleased with how we finished and hopefully that's something we can build off of moving forward because this week with the triple option you, you've got to be exactly where you're supposed to be and take care of the exact assignment that is asked, or you know as well as I, I mean, they're going to have dudes running clean everywhere. 
Oh, for sure. You know, we've been following uh, Air Force here. Both DJ and I have been in this market a long, long time. And uh, first it was BYU-Utah playing Air Force every every year, and now it's uh, Utah State. So we've been following what Air Force has done, been in the academy many, many times. What's your experience on defending this type of offense? You know, we played, uh, played Georgia Tech at, at North Carolina. We played Georgia Southern in the past seven years in, in the triple. Uh, even played, you know, Coach DeBerry and his crew when I was at New Mexico with Rocky Long and I thought Rocky did as good a job defending the triple option as anybody uh, over the course of that time. And so we'll, you know, you, you've got to pick what you want to do, how you want to defend it, and then it, it truly comes down to assignment football. If you've got the dive, you've got to take the dive. You can't get caught up looking somewhere else, which is what we did in the first quarter. We, we had guys' eyes in the wrong place. They weren't being disciplined, and it showed. And for the next three quarters – they did what they were supposed to do, and it showed there as well. We, we need to learn from this week and go in and, and be very, very technically and assignment sound. I think athletically we can run with them. I think we're physical enough to, to match up okay. But you've got to be exactly where you're asked to be every play or they're going to expose you, and they've done that in the past in big ways. So um, it'll, it'll be a huge test because it's hard to get ready for this system in a week when you've been seeing spread football and pro-style football every week, pretty much all year, uh, in and out, and that we're going against ourselves every week in practice. This is so unique. Part of the problem is just being able to simulate it during the week in practice so it looks even close. There were a lot of big plays in this game. How much should we expect that out of your team? How much is it that you were playing a uh... – uh, an FCS team, and there's going to there there should be a difference athletically there because there were a lot of big plays offensively. Well, I think the way we the way we line down and what we do offensively puts you in a, in a, in a bind. It tries to create opportunities uh, either in a run game, throw game doesn't matter, but it's it's about the philosophy, of what we do, the speed, the tempo, the spread system, how how we spread the field. Uh, you know, drastically spread the field, the way we spread the ball around. Yes, I felt like we were faster than this crew, but I will tell you, they physically can match up with a lot of teams at this level in our league. They are very physical. They are very well built, and they've done a good job of, of developing strength and, and size in the offseason. So uh, there were some matchups speed-wise in our favor, but it's a lot less of a of a difference than you might think. They are, they are very well built and, and I told John, I, I don't need to see another team from Dakota. I don't care which Dakota <laughs> it is, what direction it is. I don't really need to see those guys on the schedule because they are, they're, they're very well coached and can play. But I would like to think that we have the ability to be explosive on a weekly basis in this offense. We've got, we're getting better and better with it each day that we play in it. The guys are starting to understand it. It helps having a quarterback that understands it as well and played in the system. But guys like DT and, and Brandon Bowling and, uh, Derek Wright's playing great. McGriff, you're going to see Kyle Van uh, Lewin as well. I mean, those guys fit what we do, and, and so it does create space and allow for some big plays. So I was going to ask you about the quarterback Bonner, and he's a, a transfer coming in, but it's sort of unusual in that you know, like Utah's got a transfer, he's at someplace else, and he comes in and joins a, a different team. Whereas Bonner's coming in, and even though it's a different team. There's a lot of the same coaches in the system, as you said. How much do you think that is making the transition smooth? Because he's got, if he doesn't have the initial experience with the guys on the team, he has it with the staff. 
Yeah, I think the familiarity with with me and Coach Cephalo and Coach Premsky and a handful of the guys that came is huge. I mean, he's been with me for six years now. Recruited him from you know from his house and 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 been around his family and been through a lot. I mean, he's been through a couple big injuries, and so we battled through adversity together. He was right there whole time my wife was ill and he was extremely close with her and so there's a lot a lot of uh you know family vibes there with, with us and and I think the great thing about our roster is the fact that the guys that were already here have done an amazing job of of bringing in the new uh transfer players and, and really accepting them and I was talking the other day if you looked in our locker room and you looked at us and we're sitting down eating a meal together when guys are hanging out it, you would not know who was here before and who just came. They have they have completely uh, really become family. They they all uh, enjoy spending time together, and, and you you would be surprised at who sits down with who, who spends time with who, uh, because you're right. It, when you do bring in transfers, you don't you don't ever really know exactly how it's going to connect. And I think all that is helping us have some early success. Because the the previous players that were here have done such an amazing job of accepting us and accepting the new players that came in. We talked last week. It seemed obvious that uh, Tompkins was going to be the go to guy, and he was again. But you were talking about having other people emerge, playmakers. You know, who's the guy who can make plays when the defense is just absolutely determined to take Tompkins away? Is bowling that guy six carry uh, six catches, one hundred and eighteen yards, and a score? Uh, do you see other guys also emerging? What do you think? Yeah, no, I think I think we have a lot of guys. A lot of weapons are starting. So Brandon had a big game, and, and he did exactly what we needed him to do. Derek Wright had a big game like he did last week. I think eight or so catches uh, a week ago against Washington State. Had had uh, five, six catches and a big touchdown again. This one that really just kind of put the game out of reach. Um, I, I think McGriff is getting better every day. Scarver is going to start getting more and more opportunities. He's been a little dinged up, and people – Obviously, don't want to kick to him, but he's going to start getting the ball more and more on offense. And, and I think there's some younger guys that that are that we've seen in practice that have a chance. And uh, we've always tried to make sure that we we utilize every weapon, every every inch of grass, every weapon, so that you can't dial in to, to one or two guys. Yeah, obviously, DT is phenomenal in space, and when he does get it, he's going to be electric. And people are going to have to know where he's at, but it creates opportunities for other folks. And, and you saw Brandon, Derek Wright. Griff all have some big catches and some big plays that we desperately needed to uh, to get back in, in the lead. Late in the game, and it was already decided, but nevertheless, Peasley's burst of speed on that play was, wow, man, he looked like he was ten times faster than everybody else as he just ran it up the gut there and got in the open so quick in a blink of an eye. Uh, what are your plans for him going forward? We're going to keep him involved and, and, and have opportunities to get him on the field. He's too good of a player too good of a kid and an amazing uh, leader. His work ethic, I mean, we're, we're going to keep him involved. So defenses are going have to have to have an answer for him when he shows up on the field. Might, uh, you know, not exactly sure what that's going to look like, but, you know, we put him out there the first series. They did a poor job of letting him know he's going to be going, so he hadn't really gotten loose yet. and felt like we, we kind of threw him in a bad position, but he, he handled it like a pro. And as soon as he pulled the ball on the last drive, as soon as he pulled the ball, I put my finger in there. I was like, he's gone. That, the guy's got <laughs> – Amazing wheels. He's too big of a weapon not for, for us not to use him. He and Logan do a great job working together. The first guy there to congratulate him after he scored was Bonner, right there to hug his neck. I mean, so we're 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 fortunate to have two really really solid quarterbacks that can both win at this level. 
And Andrew Pizzo is definitely going to be a part of what we do and a reason that we're able to win two games. Blake Anderson, Utah State coach, joining us. So you're 2-0. Air Force is 2-0. and We always talk about the Air Force offense. But what do you know about Air Force's defense? In Lafayette, they did what they were supposed to do. And the Navy fired their offensive coordinator. That's five straight games that they've scored seven points or less. So how good of a read do you have on the Air Force defense right now? Not a, not a great one. You know, just history of, of kind of watching them. Uh, like to think that they're gonna, we can make them uncomfortable in space. They're built physical. They're, they'll hit you in the mouth up front. I mean, it's going to be a challenge to move them up front. But I think if there is a matchup that fits us, it's out in space. It's just not what they see every day, obviously. And it's it's um, it's going to be so different than what they they saw this week. That hopefully that plays in our favor. We got to get the first first down. We got to make you know we got to get some drives going. Definitely don't want to be punting the ball back to them and letting them milk the clock, which is something they're phenomenal at. Uh, so it, it is a different look, uh, but uh, but it's also something I think that fits us if we can execute well and, and uh, utilize the perimeter, utilize utilize our speed and, and quickness in space. Then then hopefully we can have some success offense offensively, score some points. We need to we need to score touchdowns though. We don't need to be settling for field goals. These guys are really really good at eating up the clock and, and extending drives and go forward on fourth and one and two, just keeping you over on the sidelines. So every every series is is really critical that you get points. You talked to the team about being a little bit more ready to go since it's a conference game. Conference games always mean a little bit more, and plus you're getting a premier opponent, really. And I know you don't want to look ahead till next week, but you're getting them both right out of the start. Yeah, you know, just for us, just growing. Uh, you know, I felt like we we uh, made less mistakes offensively. We, we made more defensively, especially early, but rallied. Uh, being ready to go is important. We we don't want to put ourselves in a position where we're battling the clock with a with a you know with a deficit in this environment against a very seasoned, very well coached, uh, very experienced Air Force team. You know, conference play that's that's what you do it for. You know, we want to find a way to compete at at this level and in this league. And you know, you you got to win games. You got to you got to take every opportunity you get. This is going to be a huge challenge for us. Going there, playing at their place doesn't make it any easier. So we'll see if our guys can just take the next step. Well, Coach, congratulations on the win. We'll look forward to the Air Force game uh, Saturday. This should be interesting. Thanks for coming on again. Appreciate it, guys. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, joining us here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. He's here every week at 930. Your feedback coming up next.